Welcome to Supernatural Saytown, where we explore the paranormal past and present of San Antonio, Texas, and the surrounding areas. From well-known hauntings to obscure urban legends, from five-star hotels to dirt roads seldom driven, we'll take you across South Texas to investigate, debunk, and perhaps find some truth to these tall tales. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello! Welcome What's to our up? show, Supernatural Saytown, and thank you for joining us. I'm Jody West. I'm Stephen Valencia. How you doing, brother? I'm excellent. How are you? Good. This is it. We've arrived. Yeah. Uh, where have we arrived? Episode 5. Episode 5? Yeah. I like it. We're the like Empire, it. which strikes back. <laughs> <laughs> Suck my death star. I love Star Wars references, for sure. Cheers to victory, my friend. Yes, cheers. And don't give me shit about not drinking this, because I've got a... <laughs> <laughs> I've got a dip in right now. You know now, what? I'm so. not either. Damn. I'm a true Southern boy. So today we're going to be telling you a tale as old as San Antonio itself, the haunted Spanish governor's palace. Ooh, I'm interested. I mean, growing up here, I never heard of it. Never heard of it? I had I mean, never I, I had heard, heard of, of this place. I've heard of it, but I've known nothing about it. I'm sure I've driven by it a thousand times. Yeah. All it's, those court dates you had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got to go down there like every week. But it's, you know, it's, it's I guess one of the less famous places... When you think about hauntings in San Antonio, you know, I I, I don't know. Sure. But it's definitely one of the more haunted spots. Yeah. I guess, you know. But I'm going to tell you all about it, but first things first. As is our tradition with our many, many episodes, Stephen, would you rather? Oh, I'm ready. Would you rather be the result of a family that had been inbreeding for over 200 years or be bound and thrown into a well to your death? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the the inbreeding results in horrifying physical and mental deformities. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna freaking at the, at the beginning. I'm gonna take my losses. Just, just throw me down the well. Okay, I'm good. You know, that's I don't, what I would pick. I wouldn't want to live a whole life of being tortured and, you know, stuck in a body that I don't want to be in with yeah. horrible deformities when I could just be. Dead. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's the path of least resistance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're gonna talk about a guy here who um probably should have chosen that as well. Okay. Well let's let's hear it. Yeah. Let's go to one oh five Plaza de Armas, San Antonio, Ooh, Texas, like seven eight two oh five. Listen, there is a lot of Spanish names. There is a lot of Spanish verbiage. There, right. there's a lot of um there's a lot of Spanish in this. All right, I'm gonna fuck up all of it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go okay. ahead and fuck it up. Just, just you know, all the uh, there's names, there's uh, places, addresses, words. Anyway, excuse my poor Spanish-speaking uh, white personness, but I guess yeah. So, Spanish Governor's Palace. Okay, all right. I'm, to, all, I'm all ears, brother. Sorry, yeah, it's okay. To understand the history of this place, Spanish Governor's Palace, and I mean, as a matter of fact, to understand the history of the great city of San Antonio itself. Mm-hmm. The first thing you have to really understand is the hundreds of years and generation after generation of inbreeding in the royal families of the Spanish monarchy in the 14 to 1700s. Which we have talked about before, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. On the phone. No, I think we talked about it in the podcast. Did we? I think it was an episode. Inbreeding? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not sure which... Uh... Let's see, we did Emily Morgan, Converse Werewolf, 
Donkey Lady, uh, Suicide Oak in this. Oh, I don't know. I, I want to say we talked about it for maybe, maybe it wasn't an episode, but maybe it was just uh We discuss inbreeding a lot, just personally. Yeah, I just you know, it's just a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> it's a topic of interest. Oh so, no. King Charles the Second. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna tell you all about this guy. All right. So this King Charles, he became king when he was four. This is of uh Spain. When he was four? Yeah, he was four. Four years old. King Charles II of Spain became king when he was four, and it was in sixteen sixty five. Okay. Gotcha. He was I mean, this guy was born with like really fucked up health. Gotcha. Uh, constantly challenged health and to the point where they never like put him in school, any kind of education. Was there school back then? Was that was that a thing? In sixteen the sixteen hundreds, I mean Yes, I'm sure so yes. Education was a thing <laughs> since always. Since I don't always. know. But the point was they they were like, he's got enough going on. There's enough strain on his body and mind. We're not gonna make him like have to like yeah, download like, dude, any new facts yeah, into like, there. Dude, chew. You know, if you can chew and swallow, like breathe that's, in, that's half, breathe that's out, half that's the battle. It. <laughs> he was severely physically and mentally disabled. Yeah, okay. All right. right. So he was born into the Spanish house. I don't house. mean to make fun of this guy, by the way, but, you know. I'm, 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 ma- I'm you're making gonna, fun you're of going, him. You're going to. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, as long as you do- make fun of yeah. him. As long if, as one of us makes fun of him, I'm what, good. What's going to yeah. happen? <laughs> what's going to be the consequences of making fun of this guy? I'm not making fun of the physically and mentally challenged. But I'm making fun of King Charles II's inbred ass. <laughs> <laughs> he was born into the Spanish house of Habsburg, all right? And this was a family that ruled Spain for like 200 years. Habsburg. Habsburg. It sounds German, actually. Well, okay, well, their, their whole, their bloodline is like all over the place. Okay. Gotcha. I got diagrams. Ooh. Really? So he was born in the Spanish house of Habsburg, and his family was so inbred that Charles and other family members developed what they called the Habsburg jaw. Ooh, okay. All right? And this, this is what... Ooh, yeah, that's Charles. Ooh, that is, yeah, look at that. That's rough. Yeah, it's, it's Donkey Lady, but it's a guy, <laughs> and it was like 400 years ago. <laughs> that's a Donkey Lady guy. That's rough. That's rough. Yeah. So his his mater- maternal grandparents were okay. first cousins. Okay. His paternal grandparents were second cousins. Okay. His father, Philip IV, married his sister, Philip IV. Okay. Sister. So pretty much everything that happened before... That was, you know, it's bad, but not as bad as just marrying your sister. No, no, no. He married his sister's daughter. His sister's daughter. Okay. King Charles's father, Philip IV, married his sister's daughter, and together they had Charles II. His parents were uncle and niece. God, I'm confused. <laughs> I mean, I know what you're I saying. Have, hey, hang on. I got diagrams. I just got to scroll <laughs> down as I talk. So I'm trying to keep up. Charles's father, Philip IV's biological sister Maria Anna was Charles's maternal grandmother. If your dad uh, had a sister, that would be your grandmother. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's it's all it's it's all over the place. Okay. All right. And this is actually one of the more easy to understand genealogies but this than was a kinda, lot of this, this guy's family. It's kind of commonplace back then though. Yeah, I mean, you gotta I'm... keep the bloodline pure or sure. royal yeah. or something, but it didn't work out because this man was absolutely hideous. He was frightening to look at. Yeah, he showed me a picture. You know? Yeah. And this is a painting, but, you know. Yeah, that's all we got. They were pretty good painting, painters back then. All the paintings look just like that. And there's many of, like, like different angles and shit. Yeah. So that's what the guy looked like, cool. I guess. Right. But Un- uncool. Sorry. One of his wives cool. was, like, so scared to look at him that she couldn't look at him. Frightening to look at. I don't know. Mm. Scary looking motherfucker. Yeah. 
But Charles II did basically nothing of importance really until he died in the year 1700. Okay, okay. So how old was he when he died? 39. Yeah, yeah, he's young. So they didn't, they didn't, you know, he died in autopsy and historians say that his autopsy found that his body did not contain a single drop of blood. His heart was the size of a peppercorn. His a peppercorn? L- I don't know, man. His lungs I mean, were corroded. I, mean, I have the that fancy, you know, peppercorn grinder, you know. Yeah, it's 2021. Yeah, for sure. We all do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> commonplace now but i mean a peppercorn is like there's no a way millimeter That's like not, three millimeters wide which speaks volumes for the medical knowledge they had back then and why they're even nothing yeah it, yeah sure yeah his lungs were corroded his intestines rotten and gangrenous and he had one single testicle that was black as coal and a head full of water so who i mean who inspected yeah <laughs> his body to find all this stuff some this helen keller somewhere <laughs> But it, the head full of water was a uh, hydrocephalus, which is uh, ch- he had childhood sure. measles. Yeah, which absolutely. is one of the many, many, many things that you know fuck this guy up for life. Yeah, yeah. But he is said to have been short, lame, epileptic, impotent, sterile, and senile, and bald by the time he died at thirty-nine. Wow, he had it all. Yeah, this guy. Like he was like collecting, yeah, ailments. Yeah, stacking them up. So all that adds up to him having no successor, right? He's impotent, sterile. He can't make a son. Sure. And he's the king. So he had no successor. So on his deathbed, he named his nephew, Felipe, Duke of Anjou, as his successor. It's fancy sounding. Yeah, man. I'm all over it. So actually, did he name the successor or did someone else name the successor for him? Everything that I found said that he named his successor his nephew. I'm surprised this guy could say a word. Yeah. It sounds like he was pretty... He had a head full of water. like So, like, he, they, they carried him everywhere. They, for, like, the first half of his life, they carried him. They He didn't walk. God, they really worshipped some weird stuff back then. I mean, just being who you are made you in charge. Sure. Which is weird. Like, to, usually, you would think you'd have to earn it. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Prove yourself. Yeah, instead, in battle, you know... In any way other than just existing... In your fucked up puddle of a self nature. I, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. check this out. Okay, so this is the uh the family tree here, I guess. Uh let's see, hang on. Look looking at it right now. Analyze that for us. Uh, okay, so he's at the bottom, Charles II. Mm-hmm. His uncle and niece were his parents. Yeah. Philip the Fourth. And wait, wait, oh, so his uncle and his niece were his parents. Right? I mean that by itself. His father's niece were his parents. Dude, I can't even follow I know. It's all over the place. Okay, so... But just look at the lines and how they're all connected. Oh, okay, okay. Not his uncle and niece. Not his uncle and niece. Right. An uncle and... His parents were uncle and niece. Sure. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, man. This is... This is messed up stuff. It's wild, right? Like, this is the blueprint for the Habsburg jaw. I can see how that happened. I can see how that happened. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. So he named Felipe Duke of Anjou as his successor. Okay. Which is this, uh, you know. Uh, I mean, that guy, guy wasn't a pretty. Guy. <laughs> he wasn't a pretty guy either. <laughs> That's a nice uh, handlebar mustache. Biting my got tongue. Going on, though. King. He was named King Philip the Fifth. Okay. All right. This so, is all. This is all Spain, right? Yeah. All well, Spain. It, it's all over. The, hang on. So Stephen. Yes. If you were named king of an entire empire. Yeah. Right fucking now. What's right the now. first thing you'd do? Uh, 
you know, cure hunger, uh, eliminate poverty. Within your control. I would figure that'd be kind of within my control. Yeah. You know? um, poverty, hunger, suffers, I guess, suffering I guess people. My, my first thing would be to uh, improve foreign relations. You okay. Know? Yeah. You know, make sure that uh, France and uh, you know, I guess Portugal wasn't a country at the time. I don't know. But um, fix the world. Yeah. Fix it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It needs fixing. It does. This guy's first this guy order fixing. of business. <laughs> business. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's first order of business was to marry his 13-year-old second cousin and have a bunch of kids. Uh, you know, um, maybe not the first most important <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> it, down the line, maybe. I don't know. Like, what did what did our current president do? 40-something executive orders. He clearly had a plan. Yeah, but yeah. I, mean, Philip- I guess back then, back then, things were just different, you know? Philip's father was the king of France. Okay. And Philip had an older brother. So okay. he was second in line to be the king of France. And I have another diagram that shows how Charles and Philip are related. I haven't seen this but, diagram, yeah, but I'm pretty sure I'm I can imagine. Yeah. What this just diagram red looks lines like. all over the place. It all just ends up in one one spot. He was second in line to be the king of France, so he accepted the nomination, accepted the nomination, and became King Philip V of Spain in the year seventeen hundred. Okay. His nomination like pissed off a bunch of people. Okay. Because, uh, yeah. Well, it united France and Spain under one monarch. So that made people mad. Right. They were mad about that. Yeah, because it kicked off the War of Succession, which was mainly fought between France and Spain. France wanted to be its own independent nation, but Philip being the king apparently joined the countries. Hmm. Or was going to. So peace is not as good as war, apparently, to everyone? It depends on who's uh, financially benefiting. Yeah, I mean, even now, yeah, you know, uh, it, it's kind of hard to figure out. The whole European, all of Europe was involved in this war, but it was, I, I think the, the beef started between France and Spain. Philip won, Spain won. Okay. And that victory, like, permanently separated him from his uh, French royal ties. Yeah. Right? His French nobility, uh, he hated them. French hated him. And... While he was king after this war was over, which was like 14 years long, he had heard that uh, some of these stinky French were gaining <laughs> ground in North America, like westward. Sure. And, uh, you know, keep his crown's land safe from the from the baguettes and the stupid accents. <laughs> the <laughs> he ordered... Fire the, the missiles. <laughs> <laughs> he ordered the governor of Coahuila. What's that word? Okay, hold up. I'm... Uh, right there. Oh, Coila. Coila? Yeah. Okay. What did I say? Coahuila. The governor of Coila? Yeah? Co- Coahuila. Coahuila. Just say Coahuila. Coahuila. There you go. There you go. You Co- got it. And, okay, so the, the, the governor of We were not Co- experts at phonetics. Coahuila. <laughs> Coahuila. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making fun of you. I really not. No, I mean, please. I'm, I was I was I was setting myself up to be made fun of by saying I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> it was the governor of that place in Texas. Okay. Don Martin de Alarcón. 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 Is that is that it? I, I can't see. You know, we, we got we got Alarcón. Yeah. Yeah. It looks looks right. Yeah. You did good. It was good. Hired him to found a mission in Presidio, which is. 
uh, the Spanish word for like a garrison, a fort. Sure. I'm going to use it a ton. That's what I'm talking about. At the headwaters of like what's now the uh, San Antonio River and San Pedro Creek. Yes. Okay, cool. So this is titled War of Spanish Succession, but if I could not close out all my apps, you can see Felipe, Duke of Anjou, and King Charles II right there. Yes, I see that. It's their family tree. Somehow they're related between... Just generations yeah, of grandfathers or great grandfathers or something similar. Yeah, yeah. But, they're all one big happy family. Yeah. So yeah. this is that guy, Don Martin. Ooh, okay, that guy looks sexy. Yeah, all right. that's what I'm yeah. talking about, For right? Sure. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. If I'm gonna hire anybody to like majestic. build a fort, yeah, he is majestic. It's gonna be as this. Hell. Yeah. I mean, like that's how you make a handlebar mustache. Yes. Not look like. The last guy we saw with a handlebar mustache. <laughs> so he was a knight of the Order of Santiago, the governor of Coahuila. Coahuila, yeah, you got it. The governor of Texas and the forgotten founder of San Antonio. The founder. Yeah, he founded. The founder of San Antonio. He founded the mission San Antonio de Valero, which is? Valero. The Alamo. <laughs> and a mile north of that, he founded the Presidio San Antonio de Bejar. Bear? Bejar. Yes, Bear. Bear County. Which is the Spanish governor's palace on May 5th, 1718. 1718. Okay. Yeah. So this is about, uh, what, 112 years <coughs> before the uh, the Texas Revolutionary War? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. this was one of the first structures built in what would become San Antonio, and the families of the Spanish soldiers that were like living there were kind of the founding families. Okay. Gotcha. And his work is why San Antonio is here today. Inbreeding directly led to the founding of San Antonio. So everyone who lives here, just remember that. <laughs> it's true. It's true. If, the, if if Philip didn't hate the French, then he wouldn't have had that guy do this, and Philip wouldn't be king without the inbreeding because that guy had no successors. That's why we're here today. This was the uh, the center, like headquarters of the Spanish defense in Western Texas from the French and the Native Americans. Sure, sure. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me again. Oh, this uh, the Presidio was charged with protecting five missions in the area, as well as a small town. Ooh, the five missions, right? That's uh, what the Alamo. Uh, One. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, Mission Conception. Two. Uh Oh my God! I should know this. This is terrible. I can't name them. Uh, missions. I'm just, oh, I'm just San, counting off as you go. San Juan. Three, sure. No, no, that's not right. That's <laughs> not right. Mission Conception. You can just say that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, no, San Ildefonso. No, that's not one. That's yeah, not three. No, 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 no that's not, not right. Three. That's not right. Damn it. I'm just stupid. I'm sorry. Anyway. Yeah. Ignore the everything five I just missions said. in the area. All right. As well as a small town. Bringing Christianity to this, this heathen run. Portion yeah, of the world. Because the soldiers that were uh, stationed at this presidio were charged also with escorting missionaries and like mailmen and supply trains and shit in the area. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that was their job. There was like, they were really undermanned and had all this stuff to do. It was kind of the central place, but it was only like 13 people had to do all this stuff as well as guard their own uh, base. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. Uh, this the the mission got caught up in the war between the Texans and Mexico in the 1830s. Yeah, I guess it was taken by the Texas go. forces in 1835, and it was like briefly reinstated by Spain after the Alamo fell in 1836, something like that. But the uh, the Presidio and Garrison acknowledged Texas's independence and surrendered mm-hmm. on June 4th, 1836, and it was ours from then on. Yeah. So the uh, since it was built. 
It was owned by a, a couple different families, but it was purchased by the city of San Antonio for $55,000 in 1929. It's a lot of money. Yeah, back, back then. then. Uh, the building underwent restoration. It's like, like two bitcoins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get into that. Yeah, don't do it. I, I mean, no, do it for sure. It just. Yeah, it do makes, it like it makes no six sense. months ago. It makes no sense to me. It's fiction. It is. It's fake. There's nothing backing it. No federal body, no no like precious metal. Anyway, sorry. The <laughs> <laughs> building like it got totally restored. We should totally change this to like an investing podcast for sure. No, we're not. I'm poor. <laughs> Why would we do that? We're all poor, man. You want to know how to live paycheck to paycheck? Tune in. <laughs> <clears throat> Spanish Governor's Palace. All right. Yeah. Let's get to the meat, meat and potatoes. It was restored in the 30s and opened as a, a museum and listed as the uh, on the National Register of Historic Places in 76. Uh, okay. All right. And it can be visited today, Tuesday through Sundays from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. for $6 per adult. Ooh, that's a little pricey for little us poor people, steep. you know. So, like, clearly, there was a lot of that that I struggled to get through uh, language-wise. No, you did good. And you did good. I had to ask for help, and I researched it. This was all me, <laughs> and I didn't know what I was talking about. So I had to turn to Urban Dictionary. Oh, to Urban, help me, what, you know, with these bridges heard, that I had to get across. I've heard of Urban Dictionary. And the Dictionary. first thing is, I needed help with was French. Ooh, French. It is uh, Urban Dictionary describes it as a language that, if spoken, will get you more pussy than you can imagine. Ooh, which I don't know if that's true. I mean, I've never given pussy. I guess so. if you're. <laughs> I guess if you're American, you know, like uh, it sounds otherworldly. You know, it's not, but it's the, not the same world. old, lame American accent, which I can't even hear. Right. What is an American accent? Fat. <laughs> you get to talk with the fries <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> uh, also, Texas, which is described as the only place that's more American than America. I, I completely yeah, agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And I had to do it. You you did you really I had to do it. Did you have to do you don't you don't have to San Antonio. Oh, okay. So you looked up San Antonio in Urban Dictionary. I did. I want to hear this. What what could it possibly be? Well <laughs> <laughs> I, I would assume that most people listening would have a general idea of what this There's could a be. Ton. And and maybe I'm wrong, <laughs> but we'll see. While thought of as the fastest growing city in South Texas, San Antonio is in fact the nicest city in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, yeah, it, I agree. Yeah, for sure. And you know what? I love that about this place. I haven't been to Mexico since I was like eight years old. I haven't been since I was 18. Have you ever been? Really? Uh, twice. No shit. It was a fucking cruise. Oh, Stopped okay. Stopped in okay, uh, okay. You know, all those stop, cities. Let me stop you right there. <laughs> Not real Mexico. If you didn't have like I've been to kids white wanted to Mexico. sell you chicles at the border. Yeah. Yeah, then I don't know if I No, it's not real that. Mexico then. Yeah. But um, I, I, I got a... I got to take a break here, brief intermission here, and I got a, a couple of things that I need to say. All right. Just kind of a little dead spot in the uh, episode here before we go on to the creepy shit. All right. I need to retract some statements. Okay. All right. We're all yours, all of us. In one of our previous episodes, I said, I call bullshit on the entire paranormal investigation industry. Okay. <clears throat> and that's okay. not... Now, I was I was with you. I was with you. I mean, I I I knew where you were coming in from. In the context of how I used it, yeah, but that's not really how I feel about it or think about it. I I legitimately respect the people who have the balls to go spend money and spend their life hunting for proof of this stuff. 
I mean, I not mean, just that, but it takes balls to like even like be at a so-called haunted place at like three in the morning and yeah, just just even being there. It's it's the uh, the act of looking for it, trying, sure, but trying to cross that bridge, trying yeah. to find proof that's that's different than you know most most people's day to day life, and I find. Various paranormal topics extremely fascinating from yeah. fucking werewolves to aliens and ghosts and demons and everything in between yeah. and after. And I don't want to come off as or, you know, have the reputation of as like a total non-believer or that I or we are like hostile towards these people who have, no. this is their job. Yeah. Like, not, no, not, not at hostile all. at all, for sure. No, like all these people have you know crazy stories of their own. And I, I was talking shit. But I, I <laughs> actually, if you've listened at all, like you know that most of the shit we talk is just talking shit. Well, I'm saying all this because, like, I I want to talk to these people. I want to know these people. I would love to have them on the show. Yeah, and if we if we got to that point one day, you know, we're nowhere near there. I wouldn't come on our show if I was, you know, anybody who did anything oh, like this. I, I, I would hate, I would hate us mm-hmm. if I was someone else. Definitely. <laughs> but I I just want to make it known that. I support these things. Absolutely. I'm interested in these things. I'm fascinated by these things. And while it comes like in, in episode two, Converse Werewolf, I think I said like 40 fucking times, werewolves don't exist. Well, like, I, I don't, I'm, I'm sitting here across from you and I would, <laughs> I would disagree with you, you know? So but if like, I don't take it offensively, then I would assume. Definitely. I would hope that people wouldn't, you know, it would take it with a grain of salt, you know? Yeah. But like, I, if I saw one, I wouldn't say, oh, that's not real. Well, sure, yeah. Because that's the whole point of this is we're we're, we're looking into it. You got to see one. We're first. trying, yeah, right? True, absolutely. which I haven't. Yeah. But I mean, I, I laugh at and tend to mock some of these things and these reports of all these hauntings because a lot of them sound a lot of the same. We hear a lot of the same stuff, and a lot of times, to me, it seems to tend to reach for what they want to believe instead of analyzing what they see. Sure. You know, it's almost too, uh, like, you know, for ticket sales. Every you know, in a way. single thing that I've read about every haunted place in San Antonio contains a woman in white. Sure. 3 a.m. Yeah. I turned around and they were gone. They all say the same stuff. Yeah. So after a while, it's kind of like whoever's writing this could just go off of what literally everybody else who has ever said anything about a haunted place said. Well, there's a whole industry based on that, you know? Yeah, and every show, everything, the it, History it all Channel, has that stuff. History Channel, all those kind of kind of shows, you know, uh, they got the same kind of format. Yeah. And we're, I guess we're kind of trying to break that format a bit, you know, but at the same time, we respect those who came before. Understand that we are talking shit while having massive respect. <laughs> <laughs> As unbelievable as that may be. Also, dentists. Yeah. Uh, Episode yeah. one, I called dentists the most evil fucking people on the planet. Yeah. And <laughs> we had some dentist listeners. Yeah, and there I'm might not, have been a few. Listen, I'm not apologizing. But no, Joe, understand. He never apologizes for anything. No, but understand that I'm talking shit. Okay. And also. I take my children to the dentist. Yeah. I go to the fucking dentist. All right? Like, I. I don't hate you people. God just damn know it. that it's a I, terrible, <laughs> terrible experience. It just sucks to be a part of the process. No, no, we're, we're kidding. We're kidding. But, yes, you know. Laugh. But. At the, you at know the what you time, do sucks. You know, it, it's, <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't blame you, man. I it just, it's a necessary evil, you know. I guess so. I, mean, I guess I got to diagnose what's going on, you know, in, in your mouth. <laughs> as weird Not as gonna that sounds. Not going to take a low-hanging fruit, but. That's the last apology 
you're yeah. ever going to get no from me. No more apologies. No, no. But I am sorry about my dentist comments. You guys I are mean, miracle workers. Thank you for keeping my crown I mean, in for dental, at dental least six months worst. before it fell out. <laughs> <laughs> You need to it was a good Super run. Game. It was a good run. I was able to eat moderately uh, hard to chew food for six months before yeah. I couldn't anymore. Had so it go, was good. I had to go back and pay another three hundred fifty dollars. Uh, but that's the end of that shit. Yeah. On to some creepy shit. Creepy, creepy shit. What's, Let's talk about it, man. That's what we're all here for, right? I, I think so. And to I'm get not you sure. in that sweet, sweet, creepy mood, here is Stephen. With your creepy side story of the motherfucking day. Oh, okay. What do we got here? <clears throat> All right. The story is called What's in the Basement? Mommy told me never to go in the basement, but I wanted to see what was making that noise. It kind of sounded like a puppy, and I wanted to see the puppy. So I opened the basement door and tiptoed down a bit. I didn't see a puppy. And then Mommy yanked me out of the basement and yelled at me. Mommy had never yelled at me before, and it made me sad, and I cried. Then Mommy told me never to go into the basement again, and she gave me a cookie. That made me feel better, so I didn't ask her why the boy in the basement was making noises like a puppy, or why he had no hands or feet. What? (laughs) I just read what you gave me, bro. (laughs) Or was it uh, a uh, Hilton Double Tree chocolate cookie? If it was, it was <laughs> fucking cold. <laughs> if it was, it was cold. Fuck, <laughs> fuck that cookie. <laughs> fuck all those cookies. Oh my god, Dunskies, man. On do some man. creepy shit. Let's just move right on. <clears throat> was that the only story of the day? That was. I, I kind of wanted to read more, man. I mean, we could like get on the Google or Tumblr or wherever the on fuck the, I found on that. the online. <laughs> get on, on the line. The dangle interwebs. <laughs> What's wrong with us? Are we stupid? <laughs> fuck, man. Yes. I don't know. It's really late. Yeah. So I like we, it though. It's it's good. It's good feng shui. You this know is nice. It feels it feels normal to be in this um, state. It, yeah, it does. Late at the night. Good, so the thing is, like, we have a, a room. It's it's kind of soundproof. But we got a window. Uh, it's got the, the, the tinfoil, like all the crack houses. No, that that is not accurate. Oh. Don't listen to Joey. <laughs> it's not we, my house. We have a window. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. So we got a window, and it's it's soundproofed. But uh, usually it's like nine in the morning. You know, ten in the morning we record some stuff, and so you know it's really bright in here. Mm-hmm. But now uh, finally we've got a uh, you know some darkness, and it's uh, it's really helping. The, the mood vibe. is set. It is set. I like it. Oh, it's good. It's I enjoy good. doing this shit. I do too. Um, too bad our listeners don't enjoy us doing this shit. I, I wouldn't listen to this. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I would uh give us a give us a zero star rating, please, in, in every possible. Oh my way. god, please don't fucking do that. I'm kidding, <laughs> kidding. So creepy shit about the Spanish governor's palace. Yeah, okay. So we've talked about the history. I'm yeah. ready. I'm ready to hear. All, All right. the fucking shit that we're ready to hear. So, uh, on the, uh, there's been sightings of Native Americans standing at or around the outer walls of the building. Were they just hanging out? Or is this, yeah. Oh, you mean like ghostly? Yeah. Apparitions. Oh, apparitions. Like, not just Native Americans. Right. No, yeah, I'm sorry. This is not just like... This, <laughs> Native like, Americans <laughs> still exist. It's they not, do. It's not, <laughs> they do. It's not like every time you see one, it's a ghost. Excuse me. This isn't just Santa Fe. This isn't the ghostly. square in Santa Fe. Oh, you want to buy some thing. turquoise stuff? Yeah, you want to buy some jewelry? Some for sure. shitty turquoise. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, again, no offense. <laughs> Sightings of 
Native American apparitions. There we go. Thanks standing for around the outer walls, as well as ghosts of Spanish colonials wandering around the property. Okay. Um, there's like cold spots, like you're walking through the place and you feel the cold spots, like it's the AC's blowing on you or something. Sure. But, uh, but this is like kind of outside, right? No. It's not? Okay. Inside the uh, the actual, the, the building itself. Okay. Uh, people have reported things like the hairs on their arms standing up for no reason. Okay. Um, of Been course, there. the sensation of being watched or not alone. Okay. Like everywhere else. And uh, ghost children was a big one. Ghost children. Yeah, there's okay. a lot about ghost children running around causing a ruckus. One of the most uh, interesting ones is about a young girl uh, seen by a well in the courtyard okay. of the Spanish governor's palace. And the story goes, apparently she was a relative of one of the, the governors or officials or soldiers who visited or lived at the Presidio. Okay. No details there. Sure. But, or or a, uh, a babysitter. Yeah, one of the servants working there is uh, like one of the captain's babysitters. Okay. Young woman, all right? And thieves, robbers broke in one night and stole a bunch of stuff. All right? And since she could ID them, she saw them while they were sneaking out. Yeah. And since she could ID them. They couldn't have that, right? Yeah, they tied her up and tossed her down a well to her death. I hope that's not true. I do too, but... One of the murderers responsible for it confessed on his deathbed. I could not find his name or anything about him, but that's how I, the story about the young girl by the well goes. Unfortunately, I I would have to, you know, I'd have to think that was true because I mean I'm sure back then a lot more stuff like that happened. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, the old west, you get away with it. Yeah, but current. I mean, employees, I guess he didn't get away with it because he died on his deathbed. I mean, he, I guess he got, he got away with it. I guess he, he got did. away with it. Okay, confessing right. on your deathbed is still getting away with it. Just from here on out, your name is smeared. Sure, it's the only difference. I guess it's not getting away with it though. I guess you're right. Yeah, getting away with it is scot free. Yeah, yeah. It's no one, no one. Yeah, but you're a smart guy, Stephen. <laughs> I wouldn't go that you far. You actually put thought into this. I didn't do any research. You did. <laughs> I'll put more you're thought, the thought about this. You're How about the that? thought guy. I'm the stupid, idiotic comment guy <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> Current employees that work there in the museum have heard like sounds of gurgling and bubbling coming out of the well, like someone's down there splish splashing and drowning, having diarrhea down yeah, there. Yeah, you know the bubble guts. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, Taco Bell. They hear it at night, Shout and out. also they've seen. A young girl weeping or crying by the side of the well. Sure. Okay. At night, yeah. you know, no one's supposed to be there. Yeah. Which is just, you know, everything I've found said employees. Like, who's there late at night to see these things? Do they have, like, all... The place is tiny. Yeah, I know. Um, do they have, like, a 24-hour... I mean, 24-hour security? Maybe. I wouldn't. Maybe they do. Maybe. I, I, the I, Alamo does. Yeah. They do. I don't know. So, as, you know, we've we've heard a lot about from Stephen in our last episode, trees... Trees, the yes. hanging tree. Stephen mentioned this. I did in his other episode, his last episode. Excuse me, but it's the located last one ever. <laughs> <laughs> Please, <laughs> but it's located near the rear of the courtyard of the property. And uh, before San Antonio City Hall came about, the Presidio was the headquarters for uh, fucking justice. Yes, judge, trial, jury, everything. This is where they brought everybody. This is frontier shit, man. This is where the captain was. This is where the you know the most yep. authoritative person in the area was, mm-hmm. um, because you know King Philip was back in Spain fucking his family. 
but <laughs> are getting fucked by us. <laughs> this is where the criminals were tried and punished, and yeah, at least jaw. It's not locked jaw. It's tetanus. <laughs> this Same is inbreeding. <laughs> it's a fucking long ass fucked up jaw. <laughs> but at least thirty five criminals were hanged from this tree for their crimes, and apparently you can still see rope cuts in the branches. No shit. That's what they say, man. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. I mean, not cool, but I mean, cool, I guess. If they deserved it, cool. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, knowing the times back then, more than likely they didn't. But I don't know. There was no, like, innocent till proven guilty back then. Right. It's like, hey, we got a hunch. We're going to hang you. We think you did it. Yeah. You know, you look like the guy. More than likely, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. So we're going to hang you. But that's all of us. Also, uh, that's the entertainment for the day, so. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody got your popcorn. Visitors and employees have seen uh, figures hanging from the tree, and paranormal investigators have uh, one one investigation saw so many orbs around the tree that it looked completely lit up like a Christmas tree. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's pretty badass. And a young girl's spirit haunts one of the uh, the captain's bedrooms still to this day. When she's like playing around in the room, you can see indentations in the bed. Mm Mm-hmm. She's sitting on the bed, but yeah, more about her later. Okay. Um, and it's always a mysterious woman in white, or in this. Always. Well, in this yeah. situation, it's a woman in gray. Okay. Legend has it that a Chinese school teacher hung herself in the staircase. So you know that's who they think they see, but. UTSA researchers did some archaeological surveys of the building uh, sometime in the seventies, and they found remains of an infant. Ooh. They couldn't find any like. Uh, details of the death or any kind of identifying anything. They just found baby bones. Man. Yeah. It's a rough find. So, uh, the Russell Rush Haunted Tour. <laughs> I I have watched plenty of these YouTube videos before. Again. I, I, really, I really enjoy them. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, Russell, <laughs> if you're listening, we would love to have you on. Um, Apparently, you've seen some shit. Yeah, I, I mean, some shit that I, I, I wouldn't have expected. Well, um, 961now.iheart.com, and I, yeah, I hate to keep using this fucking guy's show as content for ours, but damn it, they do thorough work. They do. They're there with like seven people, like freaking like six cameramen. They got all these kind of, uh, you know, electromagnetic you know, sensors God, and America. I keep dropping and my mic. Having some trouble with his What's microphone going on over here. here. They have access to. It's called alcohol, my friend. No, it's gravity. They oh, have. Okay, sorry. I, I just, <laughs> just I got confused. Enemy yeah. of alcohol as well. They have access to resources that we don't have, mm-hmm. right? But this place on his show found um, uh, activity of like light anomalies, strange noises, EVP, audio, light flashes, electronic interference. Physical contact, physical contact, the so, works, all so, of it. So physical contact, they mean like, yeah, actually, feel, I mean, touched. The thing about that, touched. and I, you know, I'm, you know, you could just say you were touched. I know. I can't prove whether or not you were. Sure. Yeah. But well, there's, there's a. But why would someone lie about that? There's mm-hmm. a little bit of you know so-called evidence here, but this this show had it investigated alongside uh, Mission City Paranormal. Sure. Which I did a lot of. I, I tried to find information about them. Yeah. And I couldn't find anything. Mission City Paranormal. I couldn't find a website. Really, I couldn't find uh, social media. I could. I found. I. I don't remember his name. I didn't type it up because it, I found one guy's name, who somebody in this town. God damn it! We'll include it in our he, next episode. He was there. Fucking. He almost had it. <laughs> I just. I was googling and just bailed on it. But 
I, I've been there. You know, it happens. Yeah. So it, uh, a lot of the rooms, there's light bulbs that you have to unscrew to get the light to turn off because there's no like running hot yeah, switch. I mean, that's, I mean, if you've been yeah. to the south side of San Antonio, that's how a lot of people turn their lights <laughs> off. They fucking built the houses. Or the west side or the east side or the west side <laughs> or any part of San Antonio. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> a little bit of a fire hazard, but you know, who am I? It, you got to save on that bill. Yeah, yeah. They unscrew. had to unscrew the lights to get the uh, the lights to turn off. So apparently, in one of the rooms, they unscrewed the light. Ten minutes later, in uh, one of the rooms that I guess was known as like one of the children's rooms, mm-hmm. the light turned back on. Okay. All right. So, dude, that scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. But they, <laughs> ignore it. It happened twice because they went back to the same room. And unscrew the light bulb like even further. Sure. Because you know you can unscrew it and still kind of tap it and it'll kind of come on. Yeah. They unscrewed it further almost all the way out and mm. a couple minutes later the fucking light came back on. Really? Right in front of them? Something was turning the light bulb okay. back into place. And I want to I want to believe this. Definitely. Sure, you know. None of the other lights like came back on or focused in this room. Just this one that was in the ceiling. Yeah. So a spirit allegedly confirmed through a technique in which the spirit was asked to complete the circuit in a flashlight to turn it on or off that it was a little girl and had been touching some of the team members. You know, I think I, I've seen either this episode or like an episode similar to this where okay. they have to complete the circuit. Mm-hmm. And I, I know what you're talking about. So that's about. what I'm talking about when I said there's some evidence of physical contact because they asked and it answered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I avoid coincidence. I don't know. I avoid the YouTube videos and the stuff like that. I I don't know why. I don't want to be like affected by what I see because I feel like things like that can be fucked with. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I, I'm not. I don't dig too deep into stuff because it's manipulated or manipulatable. So just kind yeah. of the base report on things, and I I I don't fucking know. But a spirit was heard calling out for help on an EVP recording in a room in the middle of the building that was built in the 30s. See, I, think, I think one of the best, you know, I mean, if it's legitimate for sure, one of the best ways to kind of filter out, you know, the nonsense from the non-nonsense is, is the audio recordings for sure. So, I mean, if you sit there and, and turn on just a regular tape recorder and you hear things that maybe you wouldn't have heard uh, with your, you know, just, just your ears, um, I think that's more legitimate than you know orbs or yeah white noise or whatever i think yeah. i think that's 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 interesting well yeah it's a voice mm-hmm. yeah and and uh, you know along with that they've got an audio clip of a child's voice saying yippee in one of these children's bedrooms yippee that's an old yippee. term people yeah don't, people don't say yeah that. kids don't say that anymore you know? i don't say that anymore yeah you know it'd be weird if you did <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's 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 the that's the gist of it for the creepy shit. Okay, yeah, that's uh, that was kind good. of the, that was uh, the full report on on what's been reported <clears throat> and is reported for that place. <clears throat> so reviews. Okay, this is one of my favorite parts. <laughs> I mean, you know, you have to go. You know, you got to base. You know, uh, everything that you've experienced. Everyone has their own take on things. Exactly, and I, and I, and I feel, the point I, of this. Yeah, I feel like <clears throat> it's that, not just you and me talking shit. We've got, yeah, you know, it's other people. Chiming in. Yeah. Just like you guys can chime in whenever y'all want, you know. Social media. Hit us up. Like Cliff Sanchez. Ooh, I'm Cliff. sorry. Let me back up. Google gave it, uh, Google has 4.5 out of 5 stars. For 
the Spanish governor's palace. That's that's pretty good. I mean, I mean, again, are we are we saying a uh, a good review is a bad review? Like, I mean, for example, like the Emily Morgan Hotel. You know, it was like people would give it a bad rating because they had a paranormal experience, which yeah. you would think that that'd be good point. A good rating. They couldn't me, sleep because of oppressive yeah, presences for me, and stuff. For me and Jody, that's a good rating. That's a five star right there. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. Ten points, whatever. Yeah, it's not. I'm not gonna give it a bad rating because they, you know, uh, gave us what because was I promised. got what I was asking for. Mm-hmm. Cliff Sanchez though gave it five stars. Says absolutely beautiful, kept a building, beautifully kept a building, and garden slash grounds. This is a real historic gym. I have visited here more times than the Alamo, and believe it has no lesser amount of significance it actually has a lot more pleasant of an experience to visit than the other tourist traps so like the alamo i guess the staff is very polite and helpful i appreciate the bits of explanation throughout the rooms and that's a lot of these reviews compliment staff sure except for for the ones that i picked sure and (laughs) (laughs) for what you told me like the the tour isn't that long Uh -uh. i mean it's we're talking like a, a 10 minute less than 10 minute tour um, so for, yeah. for it to have this amount of positive ratings is, uh, you know, very impressive. Stephen Arnold gave it three stars, said it was okay. My wife wanted to go perspective. I guess it, this was ritzy back then. Nice courtyard with decent restrooms. We parked at the Goodwill lot for $10. So this is some guy that got fucking roped into paying for parking and drug into this place what by a his loser. wife. Yeah. What a loser. <laughs> We've all been there. And Charles Flores gave it five stars. Okay, let me just let me just stop you right there. Stop me as anywhere you want. All these names: Charles Flores. It doesn't make sense. Stephen, what was the last name? Arnold. What was the first one? The first one was uh, Cliff Sanchez. Cliff Sanchez. These are made up names. These are not your first name. This is not real. This is not real. These guys are making you either made up your first or last name. That ain't right. You got to pick one. You got to be Mexican (laughs) or not. Make up your mind. You can't just be whatever you want. I, I mean, yeah. Except Stephen Arnold. That's about as wide as it gets. You're right. That yeah. that one. Yes. Yeah. I guess I assumed that because Stephen is his name, it's Hispanic, but it's not Hispanic. You're right. I don't know the uh, the historical origins of the name Stephen. The nomenclature. If you would like to enlighten us, I I don't know either. I know that Stephen um, means crown or garland in uh, I don't know if it's Latin or what, but garland uh, like the Christmas shit. Yeah, crown. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna prefer crown. Okay, can we'll, I call we'll say, you Christmas? Well, call me Christmas. You call me Christmas. Charles man. motherfucking Flores. Five stars. Beautiful museum. I held my wedding reception here and I absolutely loved it. My family thought it was truly a hidden gym. Courtyards aren't closed so kids can play safely and space for tables, chairs, catering buffet, DJ, and photo booth. Thank you again to Charlotte, the manager, for assisting in the renting of the facility. Which nice. kind of ties in with WeddingWire.com. Give it five out of five stars. I mean, man, get married here for yeah. sure. Yelp, like a great though, place to get married. on the other hand, oh. is usually a little more lit. Gave it 3.5 out of five. Oh, 3.5. That's, that's a lot worse. Kate P., who it says is from fucking Houston. K-P? Kate. Oh, Kate P. Yeah. Her last name is P? Yeah. The P-E-E? No, just P, period. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the last time was pee. Like I'm you're from in. a long history of proud peas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a history of urine. Kate gave it. Kate and her urine self gave it two stars. Said I can't recommend this. I should have heeded my fellow reviewers. In summer, the fact that it's not air conditioned is reason enough to stay away. It's also fairly boring. 
It's hard to feel like it's really a historic building when constant reference is made to the 1930 renovation. Skip this one. Wow. Salty. So she doesn't like Shitty history. Shitty like all the other Houston people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, I mean, Houston. We got a, a decent fan base in Houston already. Both of them. So no offense uh, intended. But Whoa. Yeah. Offense intended. <laughs> I'll take. I'll let Jody check take out, the reins on this one. Check out. What's going on with my microphone? You're, you're manhandling it, so it's falling over. Joyce F. Joyce F. Okay, Joyce F. I'm going to read this one. So it's okay. three, three out of five stars. This stop for me was part of a tour. So I had nothing to lose to go visit it. It was $5 to go in, but I didn't get a lot out of it. Very limited as to what to see. Check out the picture. The picture is a lady. <laughs> it's, you know. It's a lady. She's a lady. Asian lady, it looks like. Um, and Jody wants me to <laughs> wait. <laughs> Richard D. <laughs> So we're going to skip. <laughs> oh, Richard D gave it one star. One? Right. one. I got to zoom in on this and read it word for word because it's fucked up. My boo and I came to San Antonio. Okay. Because- okay. okay. <laughs> Already, dude. Honestly, Richard D, go suck a D. All right, man. My boo. His name is Dick D. Dick D. So <laughs> he's, he's Dick D. All right. Dick D, you and your boo can go well, somewhere here's else. Here's the problem. New York, New York. So he's an asshole. Which well, is fine. I mean, I've been in New York. I love New York. My, but I mean, my boo. Who were are they, you? Were they you trying J- to... You Jay-Z? Who are you? No, this is from uh, 2009. So maybe Jay-Z. Yeah, it's... uh, Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my boo and I came to San Antonio my because boo. I wanted to show her all Sorry. the treasures of Texas. I Googled top things to see in San Antonio, and this came up in a few lists. Some of the descriptions said that it was the most beautiful house in Texas. This place is okay if it were free. It is definitely not worth the two bucks. Lady at the front desk had some attitude. Oh, my Atlanta. We came. This is... $2. 2009? That's what? Uh, Okay, and today's dollars... years ago? (laughs) No. You're right. Damn. Okay, well, either way, man, two dollars. Oh. This place is okay if it were free. It's definitely not really worth the two bucks. Okay, yeah, all right. So Maybe New York, makes what can you hour? buy in New York for two dollars? A half a falafel? <laughs> I mean, come on. You're starving. Lady at the front desk had some attitude. <clears throat> we came here when it was about to close, probably thirty minutes before closing, and nobody yeah, come was on, guarding man, the place. They want to go home. They want to go home. They've been working all day. Attitude. You've been dealing with these fucking people, not wanting to pay two dollars all day. Oh, two dollars. I'm sorry to inconvenience <sighs> you for your two dollars. You should be tipping your bartender more than two dollars for one drink, man. Come on. Yeah, it'll be a piece of shit. You buy. You could buy a, an eighth of a drink in New York for two dollars. Not even. I've never been. You've been. I have. I have no desire. I, I, it's a it's a wonderful a wonderful city. It's 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 totally a, a, a. Is it is it better than Houston? I mean, <laughs> everything. Then it's a no for me, bro. <laughs> it is better than Houston in in a thousand ways. We went I don't ahead. hate Houston, but I don't love Houston. So let's just leave it at that. I'm. We went ahead and walked in and walked around. As we were about to leave, the lady working asked if we paid yet, and I said no. 
We went ahead and paid the entry fee. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, $2. you got to pay. Yeah. I've been to other places, and normally they let you in for free if they're about to close since we can't explore at our own pace. Oh, because, oh so yeah, you're the kind of person. Asshole. You're the kind of person yeah. that shows up late. Oh, it should be free because I'm late. After the kitchen's already cleaned oh, and after okay. they've already so cut everybody Give me all the your restaurant. appetizers that no one else wanted. Yeah. Give me all that shit for free. Dickhead fucking Richard D. <laughs> Let's see here. JK, we He love looks you. like a dickhead. Let's see. Hang on, there's more. As we were leaving, there was a family of six that was about to come in, and they were also forced to pay the entry fee. Oh, forced. And oh, the lady oh, even so said, sorry. you only have 15 minutes, and the entry fee is $2 each. Wow, what a B. Oh, my land. <laughs> Honestly, you can see everything in 15 minutes. There really isn't much to see here. Just go to the Alamo and don't waste your time here. Oh, God. Dude fucking roasted this place. $2. I mean, he's I'm an asshole, to- but like... He hit all the points. It's tiny. Sure. You can see everything in less sure. time than that. But what else can you do for $2? You can buy a gumball now? A gumball out of a machine? Maybe $2? What, what, do you, what can you get for $2? If all I had to my name was $2, I could see the San Antonio Governor's Palace. I'm pretty sure that the uh, <laughs> dollar menu at McDonald's is not a dollar anymore. It's not. It's like $2. It's more than, it's $6 per person now. Remember earlier I read that? Oh, yeah. I do yeah. remember. Yeah. And you just hear. And we got like 30 kids, so it's like $100. <laughs> <laughs> a math. Hey, what you see Oh, I love so, it. So that's it. it for the reviews. And on to our favorite governors. Our favorite governors. Our favorite governors. You mean your and I's, you and I's favorite governors, or just like in general the favorite governors in existence? J. Five Symington the Third of Arizona Who was, the balls? Of, was convicted of bank fraud and extortion. Dan Walker of Illinois, convicted of perjury, bank fraud, and misapplication of bank funds. Bill Janklos of South Dakota was convicted of manslaughter. George H. Ryan of Illinois was convicted of racketeering, fraud, and bribery. Edwin Edwards of Louisiana was convicted of racketeering, extortion, money laundering, mail fraud, and wire fraud. (laughs) Rod Blajokovic was charged with conspiracy to commit mail fraud and solicitation of bribery and accused of attempting to sell Obama's empty Senate seat. And Archmore Jr. of West Virginia was convicted of extortion, mail fraud, tax fraud, and obstruction of justice. I can't believe... Government Weird. loves you and is here for your best interests. Wow, that is fucking ju- criminals, great, man! All a, of them. That's a great list. Yeah. So that's it. That's it for Spanish Governor's Palace. If you enjoyed this episode, please throw five stars our way on iTunes or wherever the fuck you listen to podcasts. I don't think Spotify uh, lets you throw five stars, right. but if it would. Apparently, I these would uh, these reviews are important, so you know, good rating. That'd be cool. For now, we're only able to get an episode out every other week, so make sure you listen in two weeks from now for Steven's episode. Also, share us on social media or with anyone you think would enjoy the show. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Absolutely. Love you guys. Peace. If you have any questions or comments, or if you have an idea for a future episode, contact us at supernatural.satown at gmail.com. Or keep up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Supernatural SA Town. And thanks for listening.